0: Welcome to the Dash Mindset Podcast. I'm Sherry Ziegenbergen. You were born, you're gonna die, and your adventure is your Dash in between. So make the most of it. Unlock your potential in all aspects of your Dash by embracing your uniqueness and living in a way that's authentic to you. Not by doing more things, but by focusing on the right things. I'm a former corporate leader turned coach who's on my own journey. And I'm passionate about helping you on your journey too. So on the podcast, we'll explore how to live authentically by deciphering who you truly are and what you truly want. Are you ready to take a step toward designing your DASH? Someday doesn't actually exist. So let's do it now. Hi there, and welcome to the DASH Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about some of the things I'm not good at. If my perspective resonates, I'll help you feel better maybe about how your summer has gone overall, and will help you let go of some goals that simply aren't meant for you. And if my perspective doesn't resonate, then I'll help you better understand the people around you, specifically the ones you really don't understand and might think are unthoughtful, possibly terrible humans. Also, a little caveat, please know if this does not resonate, you may be tempted to call DHS and report me. Please don't, I have enough going on, And so do you. So anyway, this summer has been a bit of a crap show. I generally have a love-hate relationship with summer, even though I appreciate the lack of routine. I enjoy changing things up, doing new things, but the logistics of summer and covering some of the essentials can be a bit infuriating at the same time. And I've had an especially challenging time with this summer because my boy's and husband have required more caregiving than usual. And it's not my thing. I am not a good caregiver. I'm subpar at best. And when my children are not in the hands of other qualified adults, at least every weekday, like they are during the school year, which thank goodness is coming up, they require more caregiving from me, to be fair for me and my husband. But given my husband also required caregiving over the last couple months, a lot of it has been on me. And as previously mentioned, my caregiving is subpar. So here's the scoop. Our boys have been at various camps throughout the summer. They've had a blast and that has been all fine and dandy. But in addition to being taken to and from various camps at various times each day, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, if you have young kiddos, they require some essential stuff. You know, the essential stuff like being reminded to shower. They're boys, they stink, they don't realize it, and they don't care. And they require being fed every day or at least eating every day. Maybe I'm not actually the one feeding them, but they do require food. And as I'm sure you know, they eat multiple times per day. And feeding my kids is something I've never really enjoyed. Perhaps even more importantly, it's not something that immediately comes to mind for me. It's not something that I just naturally do. And what I've found throughout my parenting journey is that the day-to-day fundamental stuff, the essentials, is what's the most challenging for me. You know, tracking their hygiene schedule, their food. It's not something I naturally gravitate toward. It's not a natural area of focus. And over the years, I've been beating myself up about it here and there, you know, just every once in a while. And I know that a lot of people love that stuff. So why on earth can't I figure out how to feed my children? Why is this meal thing so hard? Why don't I enjoy it? Really, that's the big question. I mean, I understand food in particular is essential. I like food, and I feed them regularly enough to keep them alive, but 8 p.m. often rolls around before I realize it and say, "Hey, wait a minute. Should we we should probably eat. Have you eaten?" So that's that's one thing the whole keeping my kids alive thing. Then, in addition to that, on Memorial Day weekend, my husband was added to the mix and required more attention, more caregiving attention, because he was suddenly bedridden due to a ruptured disc in his back, which was horrible. He was in excruciating pain, pretty much in bed, nonstop, working from bed, which is clearly not the easiest thing to do, and he was miserable. And what added to the terribleness for him was my subpar caregiving. Because the fundamental stuff, like considering he might want a sandwich or water, it just doesn't automatically come to my mind. It requires more effort than it does for a lot of people. And so I found myself going a little crazy. And for those of you who aren't like me, you might be thinking, I'm just a horrible person. You might have zero understanding and be questioning if I even love my husband and kids. How does it not automatically occur to you to refill your husband's water? Did you even monitor his pain level and track his meds? How does it not automatically occur to you to feed your kids a wholesome, well-planned, organic meal? One of those people who farages berries in the woods and makes things from scratch. If you're one of those people, I'm sure you're particularly confused. You might be asking, how can you not care about your husband and your kids? These are all valid questions. I was asking myself a lot of questions throughout this whole time, too. I love my husband and kids. I mean, I actually care about their well being. So, what strengths in particular was I lacking? I tried to narrow it down. I looked up caregiving. And here's what comes up on some site on the internet caregivers manage the physical, emotional, and practical needs of another person all while managing their own life needs, family and career. And immediately I felt better. I had known there were a lot of reasons why entering the medical field had never once entered my mind. Nursing, anything medical that requires that practical caregiving stuff (laughs) where people require immediate attention, not for me. And defining the word caregiving helped me understand it even more. I'm equipped to help with the emotional needs of another person. That's what makes me a good wife and mom. It's just the physical and practical needs I'm not naturally equipped to help with. I do care. I'm just not wired in the same way some people are. And there are some things I am really good at. I'm good at listening to my kids and being present. Okay, most of the time, when the topic isn't Minecraft or Roblox, because then I really, really need to remind myself just to stay conscious. I'm good at helping them think through challenges. I'm good at teaching them good manners the importance of saying please and thank you. I'm good at helping them be open-minded, yet feel like they can question things at the same time. I'm pretty good at letting them make their own decisions and be themselves. For instance, our 12-year-old refused to get his hair cut for quite a while this summer, and his hair started to remind us of the 70s version of The Incredible Hulk. You know what I'm talking about? And he didn't mind it at all. He thought it was cool. And I was such a good mom, I resisted the desire to cut his hair while he slept. And that is good parenting right there. But the day-to-day essentials of physical caregiving? Not so much. In fact, going back to my husband, when I took him to the back specialist and learned his excruciating pain was due to a ruptured disc, valid reason for being in pain, I encouraged the doctor to work him in for surgery that day or potentially the next. I was gonna give him some options. And I explained, I'm, I'm not a good nurse. I, I, I don't know what to do with this guy. I am not good at this. And I just really pushed him to give us whatever was available as soon as possible. Obviously he had other patients, you know, whatever. But my husband, it was so funny. He nodded and he agreed. It's true, she's not a great nurse, but she is a great wife. And that was a great way to follow it up. And it was hilarious. And true, I couldn't argue with him. And I appreciate that he realized it too. And it helped me realize I'm not good at certain things. And that's okay, but I am good at certain other things. I'm just not good at all the things. And it reminded me I'm the perfect wife specifically for him. Other guys would probably be pretty disappointed. And if I had doted on him throughout those couple months, he would have questioned my sanity and potentially had a heart attack in addition to a ruptured disc. So it was in his best interest that I not dote or get him water whenever he was thirsty. And it reminded me I'm the perfect mom for my boys. Other kids might be wildly disappointed in my parenting, but that's irrelevant because they're not my kids. So my question for you is, what are some of the things you're awesome at What are the things you naturally do well in any role? And what are some of the things you just don't? Because you can just release that and own the fact that you don't do those things well. Make it known. There are other people who do and they can help you figure it out. So back to what you're good at. What's most important to you in each of the roles you're in in your life? Those important things those things that are most important to you are likely gonna align with the things you're naturally good at and you're naturally doing well. And it helped me realize I didn't have kids because I wanted to feed them. That wasn't the whole point in having kids because as important as that is, because you know it's essential to human needs, it's not what's most important to me. I had kids because I wanted to share amazing experiences with them and help shape them into amazing humans. So why do you do the things you do As humans, we have a tendency to have all or nothing thinking, like I did multiple times throughout the summer, feeling like I sucked as a mom because my kids ate mac and cheese, you know, the kind they can make on their own, more times than I wanted to admit, or feeling like I sucked as a wife because my husband had to call my phone on several occasions to request water. But being subpar at some things didn't mean I sucked, and being subpar at some things doesn't mean you suck either. It means you're human. So recognize and focus on the stuff you're good at and own the fact that there's some stuff you're just not. It's okay. Let go of those expectations of yourself. It's likely in everyone's best interest anyway. I hope this helps you in some way and helps you get through the remaining chaos of summer before school starts if you have kiddos around or, you know, you're taking care of a spouse or anyone for that matter. And I hope you have an amazing couple weeks Make Today Amazing. And if you'd like to explore what it would be like to work with me and how I could help you recognize your superpowers and release some of the stuff you're just not good at, contact me on my website at the the-mindset.com. Make Today Amazing. Thanks so much for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Tell your friends and leave us a review. Follow me on my social media platforms highlighted in the show notes and get in touch with me at thedashmindset.com. Share the topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. We'll see you next time. Design and differentiate your dash, your way, and make today amazing.